It's the Wealth and Wisdom Podcast, providing you wisdom on investments, taxes, retirement, and other topics that listeners will benefit from, all in hopes of helping you build and enjoying your wealth your way. Here's your host, Michael Loftus of Loftus Wealth Strategies. Hello, this is Michael Loftus for Wealth and Wisdom TV. Welcome to episode eight of our latest podcast, of course, seen here on YouTube and available on all major podcasting platforms. If this is your first time here, I am a practicing financial advisor. We do regular market updates. We do educational videos. And now, of course, we're doing these podcasts. So if you like what you hear, please do consider subscribing. So kicking things off, as always, I'll go to our quote of the month. If you're shopping for stocks, choose the way you'd buy groceries, not the way you would buy perfume. That is from famed value investor Benjamin Graham. Now, he may not be aware of what the cost of groceries are lately, so maybe not uh, too timely, but I did figure we'd get a chuckle out of that one. So today we got fr- uh, three different sections. We're going to talk about rebalancing, we're going to talk about Social Security, and then go to our mailbag. So, kicking things off, when and how to rebalance a portfolio. So, what do I mean by that? Well, let's say you have a 60-40 portfolio consisting of equity 60, 40 in bonds. On the equity side, you have large cap, small tax, technology, whatever the case might be. And let's say you have a bunch of winners, and on the bond side, you have some losers, so... What you do is you rebalance, so you sell some of those winners, and then you buy some of those underperformers. So right off the bat, one of the reasons I don't like it. Number two, if you've watched my videos, I'm not a buy and hold person. I don't really believe in this philosophy. I think there's other philosophies, which I'll talk about, okay? I do understand why some people do it. It's just not right for me and my firm. So first off, when I look at things, you know, if a stock's running, and it's really, you know, outperforming, why sell it, right? Why get rid of that horse that's winning the race? Now, that being said, you got to be careful. You got to set targets for when to sell. For me, it's 20 25%. Not sell, but trim. Take profits, right? You don't make money until you take profits. So I like to take some profits. And if it pulls back, holds trend, I might add to it again. Depends on where we are. So that's number one. Let those winners run a little bit longer. You know, the idea of having some of those losers is like having a basket of eggs and you got a couple of rotten eggs, right? You want to keep those? Of course not. Kind of like 2022. Bonds were gross underperformers. Equities weren't particularly well either. But why hold bonds, right? Last year we didn't. So that's why I'm not a big believer in it. We do full market cycle investing. You know, all cycles we are invested, and there's different uh, individual sectors that work well within there. There's only one sector that we're not really risk on right now, which is cycle four, okay, as we're in this downturn. But there's always other asset classes that work within that asset class. And, you know, just recently I took some profits on some of gold holdings because they've done really well. So there we go on that topic. So number two, Social Security is always a hot topic on on our channel. It's uh, our number one performing video with over a million three views is about Social Security. So uh, let's get into this. So we're going to talk about the top myths of Social Security. 
First up, Social Security Administration will help you make the best decision about when you should start your benefit. Sorry for me laughing there. Uh, they can provide good information, but they're not going to help you on that decision at all. There's a local office here I, I'm in touch with for information, but they won't even come out and speak to our clients. So they're not in the advice business, okay? So again, good information, but they're not there for you on offering proper advice. You won't get any Social Security if you're a stay-at-home mom. False, okay? You have an opportunity to get Social Security based on spouse's record if you were not contributing over the year. Number three, you won't pay taxes on your Social Security since you already paid taxes on that money when you paid in the system. Okay, so that's false. Okay, I did a video up here that you can check out or here. I'm not sure which way I'm pointing. Uh, but talked about Social Security and taxation. There is a formula there. It depends on how much income you have and other resources, capital gains, interest, etc. So there are some calculations there on the percentage of your Social Security that can be taxed. Number four, there won't be any Social Security left by the time you retire. Well, a lot of controversy around this. If you've downloaded your statement, if you haven't, you can go to ssa.gov, download your statement, and it'll tell you on there that the Social Security fund is going to be bankrupt. I believe now it's like 2033, okay? I don't really see that happening. Obviously, government funded, being funded with taxes being taken out of uh, paycheck. So, but I do believe they're going to have to come up with an idea to probably change things to make sure it does stay funded over time. Okay. You should claim social security as soon as you're eligible. Well, yes, no, maybe. Okay. So from us as an advisor, I, like most good financial advisors should be able to do financial planning for you. And within that plan, you can create all these different scenarios, whether it be through financial planning software or Social Security software, okay? I have not had a lot of people start at 62. Now, that being said, let's say we have a husband-wife situation. One Social Security is much higher than the other one. There's no reason to delay. We start early. Some people need it, okay? So bottom line is have a plan done and make sure you make the best decision for yourself. You can't work and receive Social Security benefits at the same time, okay? No, that is not true, okay? There are some limits, and then, of course, taxes again, which we talked about, okay? Social Security benefits are only for U.S. citizens. No, you also have some eligibility for non-U.S. citizens. You just have to check if you are available. If you have a pension, you won't be eligible for Social Security benefits. Well... It does not make you ineligible, but again, it can affect the amount of your benefits and also taxes as taxes on those benefits as we discussed earlier, okay? Social Security benefits are based on your income and assets. No, not at all. Okay, it's based on your work history, your income history over your entire career and X amount of quarters that you have to get to become eligible. Myth number 10, wrapping things up. Your Social Security benefits are based on your last job salary. Well, if I go back to the last question, last question no, last myth. Uh, the answer is no, okay? It's based on your long-term history, so that is not the case. Again, we've got several Social Security videos here on our channel, so make sure you check those out. Let's go to the mailbag. All right, first up, we got Derek. 
Appreciate your question here, Derek. With the current inflationary pressure in the economy and this downturn we're in, what steps can I take to protect my savings and investments from losing value? Well, don't know your full situation, so not offering advice here, okay? But a couple things. One, as interest rates have gone up, meaning the Fed overnight rate, we have some really attractive money market rates. You're finding them out there today from four and a quarter, as much as 4.6%, okay? Three-month treasuries paying over 5%. So there's a lot of other options right now where you can get a decent return, okay, without taking on any type of risk, okay? And there are some opportunities in this market, okay? I understand it's a difficult market, but if you check out our latest video here, I do get into that. Uh, I mentioned, uh, you know, gold and bonds are some of the areas that we're looking at, but, you know, protecting your savings, protecting is a difficult thing. You know, no one can really protect you 100%, but there are some good options out there today. So take a look or give us a call if you have more questions. Toby, I'm retiring in about five years. I'm currently maxing out my 401k, but not adding any other savings. Should I be saving anywhere else if that means putting less in my 401k? So again, I don't know your full situation here, Toby. Okay, I had to look up his name again. Uh, but it depends, okay? This is why we do a financial plan. So one of the things I see with clients, if they have all their money in retirement plans, and they've done a great job. But the problem is, as you probably know, money's coming out of your 401k is going to be taxed at ordinary income. So you want to make sure that you do have some other investment vehicles as you build your portfolio, as you get closer to retirement. That can be done with a Roth IRA if you're eligible or non-retirement accounts, which would be a brokerage account. Uh, you might be subject to capital gains and whatnot, but what I like about those, you have a little more flexibility. And then when we get to that income stage, we can plan and pick where we're taking your monies from to be a little bit more tax efficient. So take a look, talk to someone about making sure you are putting it in the right places and you've got some other options as you get closer. All right, next one's a little bit interesting. Josiah, I've had, I have a REIT that I purchased several years ago and it's done nothing but lose money. I'm told that I can't cash it out. I got a letter from a company offering it to buy me. Is this worth exploring? So first off, REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust, okay? Think of it as a mutual fund, but just uh, real estate is part of that property. Now, my last job in corporate, um, I was in the REIT business, so I know what we're talking about here. So what he's specifically asking about is what's called a non-traded REIT, because you can have REITs that are traded on exchange, and they trade in and out. You can buy and sell at any given time, okay? But a non-traded REIT is building uh, the portfolio, so it's non-traded that you can't get in and out of. It still has to adhere to all the rules and regulations, 10Ks, Qs, etc. all right? But again, the liquidity. Now, what's happened in this case, and I just had one recently that I inherited uh, with a client, it was an office space, okay? Well, office space is not really a great place to be right now. The value has gone down, so even though it's non-traded, they do have to revalue. That's a new uh, regulation that came about a few years ago. So the answer here, the question about having a company offering you to buy you out, but a severe discount. Now, don't know which REIT you're talking about, don't know your circumstances, 
but there's generally one company that does a lot of this and they're fishing, okay? They are looking for an opportunity, okay, to buy this at a severe discount, generally 50%. So I generally say do not do that unless you have major liquidity issues and you absolutely have to sell this out, okay? So that's all I have for today. So I hope you appreciate that. We do enjoy doing these podcasts and it's, you know, for us, we're really focused on educate, communicate, two of the pillars of our company. So again, thanks for watching. This is Michael Loftus for Wealth and Wisdom TV and podcast. Look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Wealth and Wisdom Podcast. If you have any questions or would like to schedule time with Michael Loftus to review goals and or financial plans, please give us a call at 302-251-8901. You can also visit us at lwsde.com to contact or check out many resources, including our video blog. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite app. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much wherever you can find shows. Material discussed is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Please consult your accountant and attorney for specific advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Loftus Wealth Strategies, LLC, a registered investment advisor.